0: We got learning on the track I should have come back Can't even pretend I don't know what again On the bread all the time Thinking about the things That we did Your next Enough, that's enough, welcome, 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 everybody, again, to the opinionated brother podcast with your boy, Devontae, episode 113. Listen, I am, first of all, let me just apologize, okay? Let me apologize, right? Because I've been getting these episodes all wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm I've been getting these episodes all wrong. Okay, so we are in episode 113 of Monday's actual show. You understand what I'm saying? We are 113. I've been I've been very scatterbrained. I tell listen. Once you get to a to a certain, once you get to a hundred, you really get scatterbrained. And then me adding on another show, I really have gotten scatterbrained. Like literally now having like thirty episodes of The After Dark, and then a hundred and thirty. I get scatterbrained, man. You know what I'm saying? Even with putting everything on, you know, you, you know, trying to, you know, figure everything out and you know, structure it and everything like that, I still get scatterbrained. I'll be fig- trying to figure it out, but it's all good. We're in a 113, and I hope everybody's week has been great. Uh, I'm so glad to be back on the mic again for another week to bless you with my presence. Well, of my voice. Yes, (laughs) my voice. Um, My week has been good, man. Uh, What was this? This is the first week of classes, Um, so this is the first last week of my college career. Um, Do not, please, please, here's the thing, okay? Even, because some of y'all are hard-headed, Right? I've asked y'all not to ask me what the fuck I'm doing after graduation. Obviously, y'all don't listen. Uh, Y'all are really hard-headed, okay? So, um, it doesn't matter at this point, um, you know, because I'll be graduating, so now I just give an answer of, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what's going to happen, because I don't want to hear the question. So, if you come up to me, you ask me that question, you're going to get an I don't know. Don't expect anything more, anything less. You're going to get an I don't know, because one... I truly don't know. You understand what I'm saying? But I'm confident in knowing that I'm going to go somewhere where I know I'm going to get a good paycheck with good living and everything because I'm confident in my talent and where my work, you understand what I'm saying, is going to get me. I'm not I'm not I'm not worried about that. So please. Right. So please, please. Okay. I love all of you. Who, keep, who continues to ask me, but please, for the sake of me sitting here wanting to cuss you out because you continuously ask me this question, I'm going to give you an I don't know because one, I genuinely don't know, and two, I don't want to hear you ask me the question anymore. Okay? So please, please. And it's kind of disrespectful. You understand? Like, if you're immersed in college life, which a lot of you who ask me are not, it's very disrespectful to ask that. You understand what I'm saying? It's very disrespectful to ask that because we are—we're literally become, like we're on the compass of graduation. You understand what I'm saying? I still have work to do, so while I'm doing my work, working, working, and figuring, I, I also have to figure out things. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm sorry that I don't have an answer for you right now, but I'm not sorry for telling you I don't have an answer for you right now. Because I don't even have an answer for my damn self. But I have a, I have a knowing and I have a vision of where I'm going. So you can sit back and enjoy this ride that you're on with me. You understand what I'm saying? Or, 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 you can please exit stage left. There's a, there's a great door for you right there. Um, and I wish you <laughs> the best in all your endeavors. You understand what I'm saying? Because listen, let people do what they, let, just let, let. Yes, though, I, I understand that there's That the OGs and the O-Heads And you know some of our brothers and sisters Want to make sure that we are Financially set and that we have a job But for us creatives Particularly myself Please stop asking You understand what I'm saying Because I know where I'm going You don't because you don't have the same eyes Or 2020 vision that I have Right You don't have the same vision that I have So be what I want. What I would here's here's what I would like. I would, I, I would like for people to just pray, right? Just pray for just pray for abundance of joy and blessings coming my way. That's all I want you to do. Don't don't here's the thing. don't ask me, right? I'm a you know what? Hold on. Do not <laughs> no for real. don't ask me what I'm doing after graduation. Just say if you're gonna if, if that question comes up in your mind, you know what well I'll pray for I pray for nothing but blessings and abundance for you. Thank you so much. I pray. abundance of blessings and um and, and greatness going forward. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You cuz even me I have to catch myself asking that question too. And I have be like, you know what? I'm sorry. I didn't even mean to ask you that question because I know the feeling. That feeling is like, "dog, okay, let me figure it out." And there's a lot of people that have figured it out that are still figuring it out. And there are some people out here that have figured it out, quote unquote, that ain't figured it out, that are now ca- trying to catch up to the people that ain't figured it out, that figured it out. Yes, it. I know it's a lot, but please, please, no more, because I'm just going to give you I don't know. It's going to be very dry. It's going to be very undramatic. It is probably going to be very like like attitude ish because I keep hearing it all the time. That's why I mostly stay in the house. You know what I'm saying? That's why I mostly in the house because there's a lot of people that know that I'm graduating. And it's just like, listen, okay, I can you leave me alone? Leave me alone? Leave me alone? Right? And I pre- I appreciate it, but leave me alone, right? You're not going to understand where I'm going, even if I try to break it down to the 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 uh, the, the the most microscopic molecule. You understand what I'm saying? I, you're not going to understand. Right. Even even my friends be like, huh? Sometimes. So I'm just like, listen, I just have to show you better than I can tell you. And that's my that's my motto. I have to show you better than I can tell you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, listen. Um, I hope everybody else has had a great week. Like I said, this week was um just school week, um, just getting school together. Like I said, this is the last week of my first you know, first of last week of um of my master's program and I'm super excited for that. So, you know, um I won't be talking about it as much, but, um, you know, just getting some work done and everything like that, this semester is going to be fairly, um, fairly, fairly easy. Uh, and, um, yeah, that's, that's really been it. Uh, abundance of blessings have been coming through. Um, I don't want to spill tea yet. Uh, I'm trying to make sure that all contracts are signed and sealed and delivered, but, um, yeah, I don't want to spill it, but just know that contracts are getting signed, sealed and delivered. Hallelujah. Just just know that just just know that God. Whew, we serve a mighty. We serve a mighty God. Hallelujah. <laughs> for real, for real. Like we we do. We do. And he he is he, the big O.G. Is, is working. He is really, really working. Um, twenty twenty is really is is moving faster than what I thought it was probably going to move. Um and when I say after I quit my job, a lot of things started to open. A lot of things are starting to open. Um, and like I said, I still have a month left at my actual workplace. So when I actually get out of there, oh, oh, man, I know my, my listen, my energy is up just knowing that I'm going to just do this full time until graduation and then, um, you know, go on my career path or just really go full time until so I'm, I'm i'm excited you know what i'm saying we're coming to youtube um and on the 27th and i have a lot of good things for that um well not a lot but you know a few good things for that and everything so make sure that you subscribe and make sure that you're subscribing to all all of the platforms right whatever platform that you listen to your podcast from we're there you understand what i'm saying just not title or pandora yet you know what I'm saying, so make sure to subscribe. I don't, I don't really want to be on Pandora, honestly, and um, I don't think Title has a, a podcast submission, so I just listen. Just make sure that you're subscribing to us everywhere, um, um, anywhere. Uh, You can listen to us on my website at www.tyronzix.com. If you would like to donate to the podcast, you can also do that uh, on my website. Uh, If you'd like to sponsor or look for advertisements, you can do that as well. We'll uh, send you over a price list. We do weekly and sponsorly. uh, We do monthly and weekly weekly advertisements as well and sponsorships. So just let us know what you want and uh, we can get that cracking for you. You know what I'm saying? And um, we actually have to pay some bills right now. Um, and shout out our sponsor of the month for the January um, Revive Mental Health Organization. They are having they their um, first um, ever uh, support um, support groups. They are. Let me get the things up real quick. Give me one second. Lord Jesus, it's been a day. Hope everybody's day's been great though. You know what I'm saying? Give me one second. I'm sorry. So Revive Mental Health Organization. Um, personally, this is a personal friend of mine. You understand what I'm saying? My, my home girl, Chantel, my sis. Uh, so her safe haven community, uh, support group revive mental health organization is putting on, uh, a great support group that will be not only here in Grand Rapids, but also in the Detroit area. All right. So it will start February, um, 8th at 1 p.m. here in Grand Rapids. That's not in the Detroit area, but that is here in Grand Rapids from 1 p.m. to 2 30. That is February 8th. All right. That will be at the, um, uh, <clears throat> that will be on 3415 Roger, uh, Roger B. Sheffield Memorial Boulevard, um, Suite. 202b in grand rapids okay and when they get these started it will be every second and fourth uh fourth saturday here in grand rapids and in detroit it will be every first and uh third saturday in detroit we're, we're uh i'm still waiting for the uh location and everything so once i get the location we'll uh, drop those as well so make sure that you have that in your calendar if you're in the grand rapids area and you need some support because listen You understand what I'm saying? Make sure, understand that Revive are not, these are not therapists, right? And let me just read what um, the description of what the support groups are. Um, Safe Haven support groups are biweekly meetups that are open to the Grand Rapids and metropolitan Detroit communities. These meetups offer a safe and welcoming environment where individuals can come together to discuss a variety of mental related topics based on interests of those in the group, These conversations may range from that of uh, Sudada. <laughs> I tried to say that right. <laughs> um, suicidally to this. Um, I think I did. I say that right. I said that wrong, but that's OK. Uh, to discussions regarding wellness, depending on what time the group members disclose. Uh, these meetups are meant to be led by participants in hope of creating a layer of support for everyone in attendance. So this is not a therapy session, people. This is more so as a family oriented group right we we under some of us understand support groups as you know revive is trying to break the stigma of support groups of just going and you know you have people for you know maybe one or two weeks and that's it and you go no these we're trying to we're you know because i'm going to actually go as well um we are trying to create a, a family here now I'm not part of revive but I'm part of revives family and what we're trying to do and what these ladies are trying to do is really create a space where people can just come and and be themselves and talk about their problems we're not we're, we're not you know it's not to the point of they're giving you advice because they actually say that please note that these groups are not meant to replace professional advice. Or therapeutic practices. Revive uh, Revive Mo um, Incorporated does not provide any counseling, medical, or case management services. So understand, okay, that Revive is not therapy. <laughs> understand that we th- they are not therapy, right? But they are the, um But these are infor- uh, informal community support groups. With a sole purpose of encouraging our peers, creating a supportive and engaging environment, and raising awareness on the topics at hand. As y'all know, if you've been listening to the PNA Brother podcast, um, I'm always talking about myself, always bringing that up, I'm always talking about health and wellness. Period, and making sure that we're um, we're getting to the mind, body, and soul of everything. And once, and, and we have to get to the mind. So, um, being a part of the Revive family for as long as I have, I've been a part of, spoke at. Um and and helped out with her events from the time that they were in college to the times till she's now licensed by the state of Michigan with her organization from turning her organization like she said um in our after dark show, you can go check it out now um like she said in our after dark, after dark show, changing this organization from just you know having an event for a week or a day into now having a whole organization that is uh, represented in two of the city of uh, two of the biggest cities in michigan so um if you are in the grand rapids area please come out again uh that is the safe haven community support group that is february 8th from 1 p.m to 2 30 you can check the flyer out on my instagram we'll post it again um it'll be on my insta story and on my facebook page so make sure make sure that you check it out it is also on uh, la chantelle who is the founder of her um of revive um, mental health organization incorporated it is also on her page so check it out make sure you save the date all right listen we have a show though okay now that all the bills have been paid we got a show to do all right we got a show we got a show to do and I have some I don't know if I have some apologies to make for real but I know I have some empathy to let out. You know what I'm saying? And one has to be with Kevin Hart. Right? One has to be with Kevin. I have to start off the show with Kevin. Right? I have to start off the show. But you I, you always know how we start off the show. We go through the list of things. If you've never been to the Dependent Brother, this is how we get down. We go through the list. Right? Right? Because I'm going to be talking about Kevin Hart, of course. We're going to be talking about Jillian Michaels. Trick Daddy. Boosie. Um, the plane that got shot down in ukraine that had canadians and u.s and ukraine it killed 100 and damn near 80 people uh 176 to be exact uh amanda seals is on the reel now congratulations to you queen uh the baby we'll talk about him we're going to talk about this mercedes avatar worldly car that that cost probably two bands to build to make you understand what i'm saying uh our mvp of the week let's get to those we get to our MVPs and our clowns of the week. Right. So our MVP of the week is Miss Angie Martinez, the legend, the icon, the um the, the the mother of of radio. You know, one of the mothers of radio in my eyes, right? Um, Angie Martinez is a New Yorker. Um, I believe I don't even wanna wanna say nope, I ain't even gonna mess it up. I'll look on it, I'll look actually let's look now but she is from new york and uh, she's getting the mvp of the week because she just came back to work um she just came back to hot uh no i'm sorry power uh 105 with the angie martinez show because she's been gone for about two months because after she had a bad bad uh car accident uh which um caused her to have some 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 back surgery and some back problems um and i i know for me personally i watch angie martinez Faithfully, you understand what I'm saying? It's, it's three radio shows that I watch New York faithfully on the tube, right? Is uh, the Breakfast Club, uh, Ebro in the Morning, and uh, Angie Martinez. So I listen or watch on iHeart or listen or, uh, or watch it on YouTube, and I'm and I'm like, Angie Martinez has always been it, you know what I'm saying? Like, before me, right? Before a lot of us, you know, we were still swimming. <laughs> you know what I'm saying we were still swimming in our in our in our father's nut sex, you know what I'm saying, and Angie Martinez was breaking some of the biggest stories in hip hop you know what I'm saying, but looking at it from like a a, a radio entertainment thing is just like the way she has bossed all of her interviews, you know what I'm saying like like you gotta think like people like i, I always have a lot more respect. not not a lot more respect. But I always give it, I give women the edge of radio just a little bit more like to, to women like Angie Martinez because she was never afraid to say what the hell she wanted to say, knowing that she was a woman, knowing that she is in this realm of hip-hop at the time in the 90s, where it's big as fuck, but it, it is a culture. You understand what I'm saying? And she's saying the things to, to to the to the most powerful men in hip-hop at the time, and she's trying to, and she's getting the questions. And damn, they're getting the answers. And I'm like, yo, yo, like, let a nigga say that, right? Like, for real. Like, I don't care how much stake or power you had in the hip-hop radio world at that time. Just, just imagine of how much, like, how, like, Angie, like, Angie had that, that, that kind of swivel to get the questions out of the biggest names. Like, she had to, she had to, um... Interview with Snoop Dogg. She had the interview with Tupac. You understand what I'm saying? With, with Diddy. With Big Like with Big. Like it was it was crazy. So now she's back to work. She um if you haven't seen her um her Wee TV special, uh the hip hop thing, uh the hip-hop show with her, it now that was dope, right? Because it speaks to her, it just speaks to her like her legend. Right? Like it speaks to her legend. Like I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to be that. If not that, like I'm trying to be like, a, that's a blueprint. You understand what I'm saying? Like, not not hip hop for real. Because I always say like I'm I'm always a late bloomer in hip hop. But but just talking to our 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 community, our people. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's it's crazy. Like, oh my god. Like like dog. I, so I'm just I'm just happy to see her back in the chair talking her is she was really talking about um how it was a uh, life-changing um that was a life-changing experience for her and um yeah i'm just i'm really just glad. I, and she's from brooklyn i was going to say brooklyn at first but i don't listen i don't want to keep saying everybody's from brooklyn <laughs> you understand what i'm saying because you you here in new york and, and damn you hear, if you're outside of New York, the the, the the three boroughs you hear is Harlem, Brooklyn, Bronx, right? But we hear Brooklyn so fucking much over, over the Bronx and Harlem that I'm like, yo, I don't want to say everybody from fucking Brooklyn because everybody's not from Brooklyn. No. You understand know what I'm saying? But listen, I'm just glad she's back and that she can give us the great content that I know I've missed. You understand what I'm saying? So shout out to Angie Martinez. Uh, Here's the thing. Clown of the week was very toxic turvy, right? I I didn't know who to give Clown of the week to, right? I didn't know if I wanted to do two clowns this week. I didn't know if I wanted to do one, uh, uh, like a side A, side B, like Scorpion type shit. I didn't know, right? Because there were two clowns. Listen, Boosie was clowning this week. And Boosie damn near almost had it until... Until I read this story on Vlad TV, and um, this was a story that damn near climbed him, you know, that damn near made Boosie come to to number two. It wasn't even a side A side B thing, like like we're gonna get to Boosie in a minute, right? But this clown, his name is Mark. What, what do we say, Mark Lotunsky? Okay. And he is getting clowned over. This is a white man, um, 50-year-old white man. And basically, um, what I'm about to say is very X-rated. So if I, I fair warn you on what I'm about to say right now, like I'm fair. If you don't have it, I know there are some of you. I tell y'all, look, put the headphones in, right? If you don't have headphones in listening to me right now, put them in. I do not want you to get fired from me, you know. Saying what I say, I tell y'all this all the time. But seriously, this particular one, put some headphones in now, like for real. Um, So here's the thing: Mark Litensky met a dude off the Grindr app. Right? The Grindr app is um, is for gay and lesbian, um, uh, our gay and lesbian brothers and sisters to basically um you know find love damn there you know but it's like tender you know find some sex you understand what i'm saying that's that's basically what it is some some find love some find sex it is what it is that's what it is wow it's it's like tender it's it's the gay tender damn there okay so mark lutanski found this man his name was kevin bacon um and i, I can't make this up his name is kevin kevin, kevin bacon uh and he was 25 Mark Latunsky is fifty, right? Half age, already red flag to me. Already red flag. Um, but they met, and as the story goes, in, in the in the story that is that was on the news um, or in their news, uh, <laughs> he he got he he met Kevin. They um, they had dinner. Everything was going well. And Kevin's parents or friends said that basically, I'm sorry, his friends basically said that he didn't come back home in the morning, right? Come to find out, the police go to Mark Lutonski's house and Kevin is stabbed repeatedly um, with blood still coming out and he's hung from his ankles uh, and his testicles are chopped off. And Mark Latunsky ate them. So Mark Latunsky was charged with murder and cannibalism. Uh, when I read this story with me and Chantel sitting, literally like, you know, just, you know, getting the clown in a week together, I told her this and I she, our stomachs hurt. Right? Instantly. Like, <sighs> I tell y'all all the time. At least I try to. I have an episode called be freaky but be safe. I mean that shit to a T. Y'all think i be playing and joking. Like for real. You understand what I'm saying? There are so there is so much more out here that it makes it so much more easy and it, and it, and here's the thing. I didn't I didn't live back in the day. I came in 94. So I don't know how it was from 93 back. But as we are in Today, I've had a lot more people older than me say like, yo, it is easier today to get snatched up than it was back then because everybody was on your head. Where you going? Where you doing? What you doing? Let me tell you how I can really assess that is because my my mom and parents did that, right? My mom, my grandma, my auntie. The people down the block, they still had that ethic. They still had that kind of, okay, close to home ethic where you're not going too far and you ain't hanging out with them. You understand what I'm saying? But different cultures, different environments, different people, right? But even in a sense, first of all, sending love, like sympathy, empathy, love to his parents and strength. You understand what I'm saying? Because nobody wants to bury their child. Nobody. Nobody. And the way, I'm coming from Mark's head in a minute. Give me a minute. <laughs> but people, this should be a learning lesson for us to do better. Right? We always got to see the learning in this. Right? They don't have to. The parents don't have to listen to me and see the learning in this. Right? But for us young folks, he was 25 when he passed, died. Died died 25 my age we have to pay more attention we have to be more aware we know social media we know the networks way we know this culture a lot better than our ogs do on a social level right on a social level we know the apps we know the social media networks we know this shit But we are so, so not using our brain when it comes to this shit. And he probably was. Kevin probably was. But we, like I said, I'm getting to Mark in a minute, right? But even still, you got to see the signs. It's just not Kevin that's getting snatched up by niggas like Mark. You got dudes, girls, babies. Everybody getting snatched up because it is easier because we have so many social networks and what we don't understand is that there is a system. (laughs) There is a system to making this happen. There's a system. How social networks go, how the algorithms, come on, people, stop playing with me. So now let's get to Mark. First of all, Mark, you you need to get, ch- listen, and me and Chantel t- said this, we are never, we are not the judge and the jury, right, or the executioner, right, but this is probably one of the only times that I would call for a death penalty, right, and I don't even, I, I, I don't like it, nor do I really believe in the death penalty, but this is one of those times where I would just be like, send his ass. Sentence that no remorse, no nothing. You cut off a like I couldn't even. That was just. You're 50. First of all, what the hell? You understand what I'm saying? Do I have sympathy for you? Not really. Do I have empathy for you? <sighs> 1%. I always give a 1% emp- I always give 1% to something. Right? I always give 1%. Because I don't know what's going on in your brain. I don't know what your life was. I don't know what your culture was. I don't know how you grew up. So, I don't know what was going on. But, if you know better, you do better. And obviously, you don't know shit. You killed a young man for no fucking reason, damn near. I don't give a fuck what the reason is you killed. And then decided to eat his testicles. Like, I I can't can't even... That... hmm. That is disgusting on so many levels. You are trifling. You are horrible. You, ugh, you know, like that, like lynching, like it's it's just certain shit that you that these sick motherfuckers be doing. That I just be like, Lord, I know I'm not. I'm never the judge, jury, and executioner. But but Lord, it just it just be that one. You know that one. It be that way. I know we sometimes think like that, and we don't want to think like that, but in this moment right now, I was like, he need to go. Okay? It's a special place in hell for motherfuckers like you. It is a special place in hell. Whew. Jesus. That was just nasty. Uh, Let's get to uh For the second half of the show, Lord have mercy, my stomach hurt. Uh, We're going to talk about this this uh this question that one of my Facebook followers brought up. Why are toxic uh toxic relationships a trend? This was a great topic, and I couldn't wait to discuss this because I have I I literally have a whole spiel that I'm ready to say on this. Like I have a I kind of have like a timeline, you know. I have like a a breakdown, like a history breakdown, kind of of like how you know like toxic relationships and cheating and all that shit. I have like a history book kind of in my head that i'm ready to throw out to y'all and let y'all and let me see if y'all are reciprocative of that you know listen you ain't gotta agree but you know see if it's something that you can you know follow up in there you know what i'm saying i'm ready to get into it because this was a great question and i'm y'all know i live for these so let's get into it Uh, let's get into the show uh kevin hart let's get into kevin hart right now uh first of all let me say that i have all the empathy and sympathy well no empathy sorry Empathy for Kevin Hart. Um, he is a he is a comedian turned businessman, and whether he wants to like it or not, I well, first of all, let me say that I did watch the docu series. Right, uh, I know I said on the other After Dark show with me and Cordell that I wasn't going to watch it, and it was just too you know he was doing it for it, which I still believe. But he drew me in as a consumer. Of course, I also have to do my job as a podcaster and entertainment news reporter. You understand what I'm saying? I have to give it to you, right? So I have to give you this. You understand what I'm saying? So I have to do my job. So I did really look at it, you know, as, like, oh, now I'm watching it. No, I looked at it as doing my job. However, I found every last episode very humbling. Very information worthy, not on the part of me saying, you know, slick shit, but in the information of taking this in and letting it manifest. Um, One thing I've always consistently said about Kevin Hart is his work ethic is gold. It's ridiculous. Um, The way he does business is amazing. The way that um, the blueprint for how he has made it. As not only a comedian but as an entrepreneur right I see him right I see everybody when you when you be when you step into the world of your own I always see you as an entrepreneur right and i don't care what avenue that you're in you can be in music comedy um, entertainment radio doesn't matter right whatever if you decide to step out on your own you are technically an entrepreneur as well so you're basically having two jobs right you don't know it until you actually start and as he said you know providing and and helping for his crew right and other people that you are really a business man, right and one thing that cordell told me is he was like he asked me he was like did you watch the doc and i was like no i haven't watched yet. uh he was like you know I watched it because he was. We went. We we did great on the podcast. Like we 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 like when we talked about Kevin Hart on the podcast. It was more so about his cheating, right? And how he. I I for me I just don't like a cheater, right? And like I said before, if you know better, you do better, right? And I'm not taking back anything I said. Um, well i will no actually not no <laughs> no I, I was thinking about it oh maybe that she is nico is not wasn't the side chick right if she wasn't the side chick and as the docu said she wasn't a side chick okay we'll we'll give that up right we'll give that but um in a sense i got to know more about her got to know more about him and um I think it was much it was it was much of a humbling experience as 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 I you know as as it was. Here's the thing. Now as as now I'm coming from a place of I'm gonna come from a place two places. One from a personal standpoint and one from a media standpoint. So as a media coming from a media standpoint, it was a great, like, okay, and and I think, you know what? No, I'll take that back. Let's rewind. I think the After Dark show came from a media standpoint, right? Right? Now looking back at it, it came from a media standpoint of me, right? Like, okay, bro, I'm tired of you sitting in here just putting your life, you doing stupid shit and then putting your life out on it. That is what I was tired of. That was the ultimate claim, right? Is that I'm tired of you doing stupid shit and you putting it out. Watching this documentary, he even said it too. He tired of doing stupid shit. You know, but in the midst, if, and if you are realizing your stupid shit, which he claimed that he is in his, in his docu, you see the growth of Kevin, right? And I couldn't help but really relate to this motherfucker. And the crazy thing is, Cordell was like, bro, I, I see you and a lot of him. You know what I'm saying? Or I see a lot of him and you. And I just look like, man, I, I like Kevin, right? I model my blue, I, I model, a lot, I study him a lot right, on the entrepreneurial shit, uh, uh, shit side, you know, um, but really watching this documentary, like, really understanding him as a man, right, first of all, as a man, fuck the Kevin Hart to star, fuck the entrepreneur, but honestly, understanding him as a man, I respect him more now as an OG than I probably ever have, and that's real talk, that's, that's real facts, um, because I have that worth that you know first of all i I thank Cordell <laughs> for saying that to me because i I take that as a compliment and as 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 respect, you know what i'm saying and as an inspiration and and, and as love because if you really if you really take you know really heat in and take in what that documentary was, it's just a man trying to figure it figure it out right. And, and sometimes you, you get to a point where life will humble you. You understand what I'm saying? Life is going to humble you. Life is going to sit you down and humble you real fucking fast. Right? Because if you know better, you're going to do better. You understand what I'm saying? And one of the best things about it was bringing your people along for the ride. I think one one thing that I took away from it was I don't think people like Kevin Hart because he's not really putting on the stars that we know. He's putting on his boys, right? He's making his boys stars while he's becoming a star, right? I mean, well, first of all, he's already a star. Now he's in his mogul bag. That is the Kevin that I'm fucking with. Right. It's not to say that I don't like Kevin Hart, the star, the actor, the comedian, but who I respect and who I'm looking up to is Kevin Hart, the mogul. Because Kevin Hart, the mogul is now this this big entity and has a lot of people looking up to him now. You understand what I'm saying? Like what I got from that was literally how I've structured me and how I run. It's probably the same way, close to, the same way how Kevin structures his and how he's run. And it was so, <laughs> I laughed at a lot of moments because I'm like, damn, this is exactly how me and my boys act. <laughs> I'm like, we, 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 we're we, different, of course. We're different in age group, But this is exactly how my boys act and this is what I want to do. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I always tell them, I want to help. I want to get us. I want to <laughs> I want to get us popping. You understand what I'm saying? And if I'm popping first, I'm going to bring y'all with me because y'all been here since day one. Y'all seen me climb from the bottom. Damn, they're still here, right? But we're making strides and y'all been there every step of the way helping me out, everything. And that's just not with them. That's with a lot more people who've been in my corner. So the fact of the matter is, Media-wise, it was like, yeah, I'm tired of seeing you do all this shit and doing it stupidly and then sitting here putting money to it. Looking at you as a person, like, personal-wise, you understand what I'm saying? And that that was probably my fault of not looking at you as the person, but now you've given us something to look personable into. I get that you've given us your comedy and everything like this, but this docu-series, to me, and this is just me, Could have came out way before the Irreplaceable Tour, but I believe the Irreplaceable Tour needed to happen for this to come, right? I just like this docu-series way more than the actual tour itself, or the the special, I'm sorry, on Netflix. Like, I would have got this and would have been like, wow, okay, I understand you more, I get you more, right? I appreciate you putting your flaws on the table, I'm sorry that I didn't respect them when they were on the table, and that I didn't see them, right? Because he was doing some wild shit and his team was telling him not to do the wild shit while he was still doing the wild shit. And that's where life will humble you and be like, you're not always right, right? That's why you have a team around you. I always said, when I get my team, I always say, when I have my team, it's not even a matter of when I'm going to get one, but when I get my team, because I'm always confident that I have my team, And the crazy thing is, I have my team. We're just scattered right now. (laughs) They're just waiting for me to graduate. You understand what I'm saying? So I can start putting full-time effort into this. You understand what I'm saying? So I look at a lot of people as entrepreneurial blueprints. And the crazy thing is, this man has really been my blueprint. I just didn't know it. Watching this documentary, I'm like, God damn, you've really been a blueprint. I've studied you for real, for real. But then watching this documentary, I'm like, yo, I haven't studied you enough. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But this was a great study. Because you see how Kevin Hart has gone from the bottom to the top. Right? Actually going from the bottom to the top in his mind, and then to the bottom again, and then to the top for real. Right? All his transgressions and whatever, whatever, that is what it is. Did he probably cheat when he was with Tory Hart? Probably. He'll let her never know. He'll he'll never let us know because, like you said, they were young in love. Anybody who was probably young in love at that time was mostly cheating, right, even with kids. Trust me. I know. I'm not saying I know them, but I know. We've seen it, right? So I'm not saying, like, I'm not taking none of that back, but you cheated publicly. That was the problem with Aniko. So this wasn't your first mess up, right? This wasn't your... You get you, 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 your first one, right? Like this was your first public one. So let's. We, that's where we gotta stop acting. That's that's what. And I think that's where I had a problem is we gotta stop acting like all oh, this. The social media don't know. So this is the first public. stop. Right? Every it's niggas and bitches out here cheating out their ass. Women and men are cheating out the ass. And listen, it's like, what? Are y'all not going to admit to your fault? That's the thing. Admit to your shit. Own it. And that's what the thing he was talking about in there. And so if all I'm saying, if we, if we preaching that, just make sure you're preaching it and, and sticking with it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, man. But I think, like I said, other than that, the documentary really showed me a lot of myself. Um, I don't know if it was more of a foreshadow or just a right now or both, you know what I'm saying? Um, just seeing how him and his posse, his group, his plastic cup boys has really just, um, have really flourished into something great. Uh, I always wanted to have me and my guys do something like that. Um, so as much as, as much work that I will continue to put in, I will make sure that I will bring the people along that have been supporting me the most, you know what I'm saying? Working hard, you know what I'm saying? Getting that ethic in, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's real. It's really, it's, it's really, really real. So, shout out to that, I Um, Yeah, man, he, 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 he got me in, man. He, 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 he sucked me right in with that one. Like, he, he, he really got the consumer, the consumer base really, you know, like, the consumer in me was like, damn, I like this shit. Now I gotta stand on the podcast. So I like it. It was good. I think y'all should go watch it. I might watch it again just because. Oh fuck. See, look. <laughs> um, but no, shout out to Kevin Hart, man. Uh, listen, let's get to Boosie. Real ne- now. Boosie badass. Lord have mercy. Boosie. Oh. <laughs> Can I- and, and this is why Boosie almost got a clown over week. Because Boosie has been clown. Nah. Okay. I was scared to give him Clown a week because I didn't want to get shot. That's the only thing about me. Yeah, but no, 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 no. On some serious shit. Boozy is in the news this week because my man's came to a basketball game with a Kappa Alpha Psi Was it shirt? Hoodie? It was a it was a it was a sweater. Red uh, Kappa Alpha Psi red sweater vest. Or red sweatshirt, and you know he had the gold on the chains, whatnot, blah blah blah. And he he caused the uproar, you know, uproar on Twitter. And I didn't. And, and when they posted the picture, I didn't know what the hell it was. I was like, so why you why y'all so mad at Boosie? Because I'm just like, you know, I didn't I didn't see the shirt at first, so I'm like, why is everybody so mad at Boosie right now? Why what's the joke about Boosie? You know what I'm saying? At first, so then I I zoom into the picture. and I'm like, oh, because I didn't see the A. You know what I'm saying? I seen like the little bit of the K on the side and the side, like it was like halfway cut off by the, by the jury and I couldn't see none of the A in the picture. So you like, oh, I don't know what that shirt is. But then you see him standing up, right? And then you see it and you like, oh, I said, oh, shit. I said, how is this going to go? I said, uh-oh, this is going, this is, this is going to be interesting. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook went in a complete, I don't even want to say uproar because it was funny. It was, it was more so funny um, to the black community, even those in the black Greek life community, right? But of course we had some people that were not having. Of course, of course, of course, right? Because you're wearing letters that you didn't work for. Right? You did not go through the initiation process. You didn't go through a chapter. You didn't do nothing. You didn't pay your dues. You don't do. Okay, cool. Right? All right, bet. So, Boosie apologized. All right. Oh, well, before that, actually, he went on live and he was like, listen, basically, um,. The stroll to Wipe Me Down. Now, damn near every D, divine non-organization, damn near every black, Greek organization, I don't care what school you are from, I don't care how chapter you are, from the alpha to the omega, omega, I don't care. Um, um You stroll to Wipe Me Down. We've seen it. I've seen it. I Listen, Wipe Me Down is the modern, has been the quintessential stroll song for I don't know how long. Right? And probably before I was here. Because Boosie was doing was making music what in the nineties and the two thousands too? Right? I don't know. I don't know. That's how old that's how new or well, not like that's how new old I am. You know what I'm saying? And I say new old because I don't know how old, you know what I'm saying? I like I listened to Boosie back in the day when White Me Down came out. I forgot it was like what two thousand something. Somewhere up in there, they've been doing it for a minute, right? So it's been about what 20 years, 20 something years. And Boosie went on his live and he said, yo, okay, well, (laughs) he said, well, you know, if they can't, if I can't wear their shit, they can't start my music. (laughs) Oh, shit. I said, so what'd you, first of all, I had a lot of questions, right? So, but before we get into that, hold on. So, uh, so Boosie, you know, he goes on and apologizes to Kappas, he gives them, uh, he said he was going to donate to some to to, uh, to the to the organization, and as a whole, I believe because I don't think he knows that there are a lot of chapters within the organization, so I think he's just going to donate to the organization. And um, the crazy thing is that he wanted to get he wanted to have the Kappas um, show him how to struggle. Right now, they said, of course. They said it, it was one cap on there that showed him how to stroll. Alright? He said you can't put the diamond up, right? Now you can't put the diamond up. Um and as as he's teaching how to stroll, it was the funniest shit ever. Boosie is literally trying to understand how to shimmy, you know, how to do a little arm thing, you know, that little arm, that little arm jerk that they do, you know what I'm saying? Um, it it was, it was just, you know, it was, it was a funny, it was a funny, it was a funny thing. So he did he called up DC young fly, Lil Duval, 50 cent. Now, a lot of these people didn't, didn't answer the phone, but you know, I think he got like Lil Duval, uh, trouble, um, uh, uh, uh he, I know he called Snoop up he uh, called Black Youngster. I think Black Youngster on it. Like it's crazy. He wanted the baby to be on it. He was like, he was like, man, the baby would have been cold. You know that Fedora he got on with that cane. He was like, boy, with that cane, boy, with that shimmy, I would, I was dead. Like Boosie had me crying all day on live on, on Friday. Or oh, was it Saturday. Saturday. Like he had me dead. Cordell sent the the uh, the, the Insta live, and I was dying for it at least. Like, at least 30 minutes, like, crying my eyes off. Like, I'm like, bro, he gotta stop it. And I'm sitting here like, so who gonna teach this man how to stroll? I and, and 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 as I tell you all the time, it only take one, right? It only take one motherfucker to teach somebody, right? And do only take one motherfucker. And so, I was talking, you know what I'm saying? And I had a lot of questions popped up in my head about this. This was a lot of, like, just so many questions that popped up, for one. Everybody on, on uh, a lot of OGs and young and young guns were sitting here telling telling Boosie to take that off. We like first of all trying to threaten Boosie, take that off. Blood like we, mm-mm, you like we'll run up. You gonna run up on who? First of all, respect respect who you who, who that is. I don't first first of all no capital. I don't care who you think you are, but no capital. Is going to run up on Boosie Badass, and I dare you to do it. I dare, I will. I will give you the rights to my opinion. I will give you the rights to this podcast. I swear, God. I, I put it on everything. Run up on that man. Run up on that man and tell him not to do that again. I. I. I double dog dare you. Any capital that I know right now, and I know a few. You understand what I'm saying? I double dog dare you to sit here and run up on that man and tell him not to wear that shirt again like y'all said y'all was gonna do because the way that y'all was saying y'all was gonna do it y'all was really threatening that nigga and i'm sitting here like oh y'all oh y'all ball. now the og's telling him to take it off as being disrespectful is one thing for a lot of y'all sitting here saying and then for some of the og's and young all guys that's sitting here saying he going y'all gonna run up and get done up i'm sitting here like what do you do you know who that is okay for sure for sure. So then my next question is, because I asked this, I ask this with, with some of my friends. I said, well, y'all, I got a question. Well, actually, I actually I got a question. Do you think that if somebody like Boosie or a celebrity, period, right, came and, and came to one of the Divine Now organizations and dropped a bag and said, hey, teach me how to stroll right now. Teach me your strolls. Right. Like Boosie said, he said, teach me to shimmy. Right? Teach me how to teach me how to do that. I wonder what chapters what chapters do it. I now that question popped up in my head. Like he said, like he said in the, um, what did he say? He said in the, um his live that if Chris Brown, right, if Chris Brown came and and did it with him, that he'll drop 20 20k on Chris Brown just to shimmy and leave, right? And I and I couldn't understand for the life of me why the hell? Because I know I'm like Chris Brown is a dope dancer and everything. He might have a you know he looked like a kappa for real, for real. He is the he is the image of the standard kappa. Literally, light skin, skinny. Um, all the hoes want them All the women fall for him to the knees. Yeah, it's it's like that. It'd it be like that. Now it's not. Now that's not for everybody. <laughs> trust me but he him yeah he he would be he would be he would be the the uh the college capital who got all the hoes can dance is creatively talented you understand what i'm saying got them all you know he's the creative one on the line that's that's what he he'll be the creative one on the line. that's what it, so literally uh you he was like yeah we should get Chris brown i'm like what the fuck why why Chris brown so then chantelle pulls up a video and you know in his heat video right i didn't know this was a thing until i actually saw it because i seen the heat video and i didn't pay attention to this part why did not nobody tell me chris brown was a sigma cap because he was doing the sigma legs oh too well and then and then hit the shimmy <laughs> hit didn't i say that elbow jerk he hit that elbow jerk and that shimmy with a motherfucker and i said wait a minute right and it was The dancers in the back did it too. And I'm like, wait a minute. So I said, okay, now I have real questions, right? Are we really, are y'all mad at Chris too? Are y'all mad at Boosie for wearing it? So are y'all not mad at Chris for strolling, but y'all wearing it? I mean, I get it, right? But y'all, okay, okay, okay. So then that goes back to my another, that goes back to my question. Would you drop I mean, if a celebrity came to you and said, hey, I want you to teach me your stroke," right? So Ks, Deltas, Rose, Zetas, right? If one of the ladies, if a celebrity came to you, you know what I'm saying? A Sierra, a Tiana Taylor sat here and came to you and said, hey, drop this bag of 20 to 40 K. Teach me your strong. Would you take it? Hmm. I think that's based on. I think that's based. Now. Of course, as an organization, you would say no. But I think in an underground sense, in a, um, and I don't mean, I, I mean this literally, in a, in a more underground the mind sense, right? I think people would do it. I think a lot of chapters would do that. Um, I think a lot of people would do that. Even if people, even if they went to a certain person and they knew they were greedy. I think a lot of people would do that. Now, what you do with that money, right? Would you give it back to your chapter? Would you spend I don't know. The outside, these are questions that popped up in my head. So then, you see some of the comments. People are, people are, are, are it's, it's some it's some black Greeks that are swaying. And it's crazy because the swayment of the black Greek community was very teeter totter. You understand what I'm saying? Like, some people was like, no, you should take that shit off. Why the fuck are you wearing these letters and everything like that? And you know the the one thing that made me... What it made me think of, it made me think of that um that dude who wore that cute sci fi shit for um <laughs> for uh, uh what was it not Christmas Halloween, right? And then people got like people was in an uproar about that. But here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Black people we kind of contradicting this here, and I and I'm and I'm gonna break it down. I know people gonna get mad at me, but I want y'all to hear me real quick. You mad at him for getting the KXI shirt, right? Why did you put it up and make it public? And what I mean by that is, why do public stores sell Greek merchandise? I'm just saying you're having the ability. Yes, Greeks aren't just supposed to buy their own clothes or their, you know their their own organizations' clothes. Or if you have somebody that you love that you know and greet like you buy it for them because they're in that specific organization. However, what you're not looking at and what you fail to look over is that your store is public just like JCP, just like um just like Kohl's, just like Forever 21, hell, just like motherfucking um Fashion Nova y'all made an uproar about fashion over when they came out with they look that those jersey things had 08, you know what I'm saying 13, 16, you know what I'm saying shout out to all the um all the Greeks that's celebrating their um their founders their founders day this this month too shout out to all of y'all um but y'all got mad at them too. this is what I'm saying you cannot get upset you cannot get upset. At people wearing your stuff when you've made it public, it's kind of hard to. You're kind of being in a contradictory lane. It's not saying that you're wrong. It's saying that you're kind of contradicting the shits. It's saying that you really you can you can be mad, but not for real mad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you can be mad, but you can't be like ah just make a roar roar out of it because people are going to make some great. Great arguments. And one of the greatest are and one a good argument was like literally like we have steppers out here that actually teach this these strolls that y'all have done. Right? Like steppers. Like who are certified in doing this shit. It's a whole culture. That you know what I'm saying? We get that you are upset that he wore the shirt because he did not go through the process of anything like that. And for and to my understanding, Boosie has a brother who's a cowboy. Right. So, Boosie, you, you know about this already to me in my knowledge. But Boosie might have not, because there are a lot of black people who don't know about D non-culture. Just as much as y'all think, y'all just just as I'm just trying to tell y'all. <laughs> like, as many black Greeks we have in the world. There's, there's probably a lot of people in the world black. That don't know about y'all. They know about y'all, but they don't know about y'all, or they just don't know. Period. Right? Mainstream America really don't know about y'all, really, or or don't want to get to know about y'all. Right? So if anything, you know, white people can wear your shit too. You'll beat their ass, but you know, white people can buy your shit too. You know that, right? Anybody can go to your store and buy something, unless you have some kind of code to where black greeks can only come to your website which i believe some people do or some i don't know how that works but from the greek sites that i went on to get stuff for people and everything like it's very public over the past years of being in college and everything getting greek stuff for for friends that i have in alpha delta zeta i all of them damn near you understand what i'm saying Getting stuff up, your websites are public as hell. Hell, I can, I'm in AK, I'm an AK sign ODK. Like, I can get some shit off a of, of Greek website, no problem. Hell, I can get white Greek shit off a of site, no problem. And I'm not even a part of the white, like, the, the, the social white Greeks. You understand what I'm saying? They made, they made points about the army stuff. Because the army stuff is supposed to be sacred, right? How sacred is it when you're talking about army shit? How sacred is it when you talk about about? D- I'm just here's it. listen, man. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I just feel like there was a lot of contradictory going into there, but ultimately, ultimately, Boosie, It was just. It was just funny to me. It was just very, very funny. Um, Literally. Uh, what else we got on the tap for today? Lizzo versus Jillian Michaels. So Jillian Michaels. Y'all don't know her. She's the famous uh, fitness instructor who did The Biggest Loser. You understand what I'm saying? You know, the show where, you know, everybody who is, quote-unquote, obese and fat went on the show to lose weight, which a lot of people did and um, kept it off. And uh, Jillian Michaels basically was on a show and on an interview where she was talking about, um, and the interviewer was talking about Lizzo and how, you know, she's really, you know, uh, know, uh, really just – you know, defining um, what it is to just love your body and everything like that. And Jilly really talked about, you know, how she loves Lizzo's music, but, you know, we don't have to sit here and look at her body, you know, if it, you know, because what if she has diabetes or something like that. And everybody has been going on an uproar about that. And she responded and basically saying, like, you know, I love everybody. I love Lizzo. But the thing is, I'm not going to be, you know, you know, just shy about it like like you know she, she might not she might have diabetes but basically like you know it's people out there like ourselves size who have diabetes and i don't want them to just feel like you know they can just be that big and have diabetes and everything like that well here's the thing jillian um, and i don't want to i don't want to make i don't want i don't want you to, to seem like this is an attack because this is not an attack but this is just some subtle Hard love to you. First of all, not all big people um, are um, unhealthy and not all skinny motherfuckers are healthy. You understand what I'm saying? Um, going from big to skinny uh, and having and having my weight very go up and down and everywhere around and everything like that, I can really attest to uh, not everybody, not every big person is um, unhealthy because I've definitely seen some healthy, Very healthy big people. And I come from a culture. You understand what I'm saying? From the South. Where we have a lot of gigantic motherfuckers who are very healthy for their age. It's just the way we're built. Now I know. I understand that the white caucuses race cannot sometimes fathom that we can be so enormous and so healthy at the same time if we can really get it together. You understand what I'm saying? So, for you to come at my sister Lizzo's head like that, I understand or try, I'm trying to understand where you're coming from, but all I have to say is, sweetheart, not everybody big is unhealthy. You understand what I'm saying? See, you never did a skinniest loser to understand the mental and maybe the health concerns that were going on with your patients now i understand that you did the biggest loser and everything and everything was you know trying to make them healthier and everything like that but hun not everybody big is unhealthy and sweetheart this is not the biggest loser anymore i know i i know that you need some coins i know and you probably don't even need no coins because you've been selling them damn bellators and everything like that blah 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 Listen here, sweetheart, my, here, right? Don't come for us if you do not know your shit, right? I don't care how you said it. The way you said it was disrespectful, your approach came off wrong, and you need to go back and literally say like, yo, my bad, my bad. I did not mean to come off like that. What I meant to say was, I love her and her body, and I want her To be as healthy as possible. And I want people like her. Who look like her. Who look up to her. To be as healthy as possible. Right? Because Jillian does have a point. 2% point. Right? As much as we appreciate Lizzo's body. I want to make sure that she is staying healthy. There's nothing wrong with making sure that our sister stays healthy. But it's the way we say it. Miss Michaels. So please when you try to talk about Lizzo or any black queen make sure that you do it appropriately or any black person black king or queen for that matter you make sure you do it appropriately you understand what I'm saying make sure that you don't come for their necks because we don't come for your hand All right? All right. Uh let's see what else we got on the Trick Daddy. Now here's the thing. I was <sighs> Trick Daddy got arrested, right? That's not even the the reason why we got Trick Daddy on we went on the car today. Okay how did we say it? Um, cr- cranial protheses okay we talked about this in 2019 way way back in the summertime I remember because I remember posting a video on it and it was um it was Tony Baker literally making jokes about why the hell they were putting hair strings looking like Roman noodles on his head and literally making a toupee slash wig as hair or hair piece for this man. You understand what I'm saying? I don't know what happened with Trick Daddy's um mugshot or even what happened with his hair. But I need everybody to understand this. If you are over the age of fifty, hell no I ain't even gonna put it like that I'm gonna just say it like this scratch that if you are losing your hair to the point where you have to go get cranial protheses, and it's not working for you like DJ Envy Tory Lanes, or motherfucking um uh Tiger because I'm not even putting LeBron James in there especially after that damn picture with his headband and that and that no no not even doing it you need to let it go Trick Daddy, cut it off. They have pictures of Trick Daddy in different like wigs and shit. Him in different styles. He could be bald with a wig or something like that. Trick Daddy bald would be great. Trick Daddy, cut your hair off. Shine that motherfucker. It's time for you to lose it. You understand what I'm saying? And you from Florida, bro. You are my Florida OG. I know a lot of Florida OGs because I, I, I have a lot of family Florida OGs. They let it go. You understand what I'm saying? They let it go, right? You have to let it go. You have to let it go. Because now that mugshot has now spread all over the internet. And you are a meme for the weeks to come. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? Like, bro, that wasn't even it. And then on Love & Hip Hop Miami, bro, I don't know who is caking your ass with makeup. But they need to stop. First of all, trick. You rough, but you ain't that rough to to fucking get all this caked up makeup, nigga. You look like an off-brand chocolate cake. Okay? That's what you look like. You, you, you Tell them to stop caking your face up there. Good Lord. Like, all that makeup. Like, I I know you sweat, and it's probably because we Listen, Florida niggas sweat. When when heat is on us, we sweat, damn it. But I, you don't need all that damn makeup. If y'all see Trick Daddy face... If you see Trick Daddy Face on that mugshot and look at Trick Daddy Face on Monday's episode of um, uh, 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 Love and Hip Hop Miami, I swear to God, you'll be like, what the hell? (laughs) Trick Daddy, what the hell wrong with you, bro? But Trick, you out now, so I'm glad you out, but cut it off. Cut it off. Um, First of all, to everybody that passed on that plane... um, to the families that passed on that, on that Ukrainian plane in the Ukraine. Um, First of all, heart mm, prayers and uh, strength to you. I'm tired of saying that. It's just a lot, man. It's a lot of death going on. Um, The plane was shot down um, with Canadian, Ukrainian and U S was it officials or officials. It was officials on, um, on the plane, and um yeah or no i'm sorry just just regular okay regular people on the plane and it was shot down all 176 uh people were killed they still don't know if it was iranian um you know meditated premeditated from the iranian um government we don't know that's alleged um the uk and the US say they have great intel and it was them um with everything that has happened over the two weeks <laughs> Shit, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold it past them if it wasn't, if it wasn't them, you know. I mean, if it was them, you know what I'm saying. But you know, it's all alleged, so we don't know yet. Um, it, this is, it's, y'all, we we might have, we really might have a war in our time, '90s babies. <laughs> like we've had, like we've had wars. We've, like we've had, we've had the, the 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 war with Bush and everything like that. Like we had that. Right. But it wasn't it wasn't really televised like that. It wasn't really other than for real, like 9-11, nothing catastrophic has happened in America. Knock on wood, because I don't want like knock on wood, like it's been some catastrophic moments, but not like war torn moments where we need to go to war. Right. Um, This one, on the other hand. I I, and I hate to say it because I I have I have I have hope in my heart, but I just whoo. It is looking like we we might. It is a strong possibility. It is a strong possibility. It was a, um it was a video of a naval of a, uh, of, a of a Russian federal um navy ship literally tack like on the side of a of a uh USS uh, flagship like ready. Like if you seen the video, they was ready. Like they was ready to like shoot them like shoot them niggas. Like what's up? You coming a little too close, bro. Like that, rest, like the Russian federal, like the Russian ship was speeding to them. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like going, and I'm like, damn, nigga, chill. Like it was, like I'm thinking it's about to be. No, I don't think no guns were shot off or anything, but bruh, the way it was, I'm like, bruh, we what are y'all, but oh my gosh, <laughs> we might just see like as adults now, we might just see what war is. You understand what I'm saying? So, I, or get a better understanding of what this looks like. <sighs> this has been crazy! Um, shout out to Amanda Seals for joining the Real. She's the fifth. Um, she is the fifth cast member on the Real with Jeannie Mai, uh, Lonnie Love, um, Tamara, uh, Mari, and uh, Adrian Bailon. Um, they are now the Real Five. Turn up! So, um, I'm, I'm, that's a, that's really exciting to have them to have her on there. Amanda Seals, um, whether you love her or hate her, she's an amazing, amazing talent, amazing intellect. Um her 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 I think her brain is just amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like like I and there's things that of course I don't agree with all the time with her, but I think just her as a person is just amazing as fuck. Um the baby is out of jail, y'all. You understand what I'm saying? He 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 was released. You know, he was on Instagram telling us, you know what I'm saying, we out on the bands. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we st- He's still promoting uh, for Vegas album. You understand what I'm saying? So he he out, he ready. You know what I'm saying? So like I said to y'all, make sure, make sure that you are always paying your money on time. That's why you uh, under-promise and over-deliver. Okay? you under-promise, niggas, and then you over-deliver. Okay cuz sometimes when you underpromise they might get mad for a minute but when you overdeliver mhm they be like oh shit yeah i do business right i don't do that bullshit sometimes you got to do that you got to do that i like doing that i love underpromising and overdeliver just to show you like nigga i can do this i can i can overpromise you but i'm not going to do that why would i do that Then i make sure i got to make sure i do that no 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 i'm going to give you what i know i can give you and then in the back of my mind, I know I can give you extra. <laughs> oh man, like that. Um, Mercedes, Mercedes has created this avatar-like car um, that's costing probably like three billion dollars of our tax dollars. No, I'm just playing, but probably I don't know. Uh, but if y'all checked it out, um, it is. It, it really. It that's a futuristic car, and you only. This is okay. This is like, this is like a Dave and Buster's car. You know what I'm saying? Like something you drive in Dave and Buster's, but like for real, it's probably like only 10 available and you know, like the richest motherfuckers are probably going to get that. You understand what I'm saying? The richest, it's probably going to be one in the U S and then like two in other, in each other continent or country. Like it's going, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be somewhere. Right. It's going to be somewhere, but I only think it's going like, to it be like 10, 15 made at the most at the most. Because them bitches looked expensive. The whole car smelled expensive. It smelled expensive from the screen. You understand what I'm saying? Mm 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 mm, Too expensive for my blood right now. No, sir. Bring that boy down. Bring that boy down to something we can lease. You know, <laughs> something we can lease. You know what I'm saying? So because once you start driving, once you can you can you can place your paw. Your hand on the thing. And it reads your energy. Right? Like it goes through your energy and reads your vibes and all of that shit. I don't know what kind, what type of technology these people have nowadays. But now they got a technology where it can read And then when you press it, it moves up and shit. And then you can. The steering wheel is just like a little driver stick on the middle. And you just move the car in there. Hell no. I'll be scared as hell. We talking about run from the police. No. I don't got no, I ain't got no pedal. I ain't got no like now if you gave me like some buttons, right? Like if you gave me like a, a a go stop, you know, button, you know what I'm saying, on on the big button, then I'll then I'll probably get used to it. But you just can't give me no goddamn big ass, you know, it's like a it's like a Pac-Man joystick, but like futuristic like Avatar. You can't just give me that and expect me to drive a whole last four 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 uh, four-wheel vehicle. I can't do that. No sir, no sir. I'll probably crash your shit. Then you're gonna be looking at me like you shouldn't got insurance. <laughs> Fuck that. Listen, biggest story of the week this week though. On some real shit. On some real shit. The the royal family made the big story of the week this week. On some real shit. Like it was Boosie, it was it was boozy it was it was low key Boosie at second. Right, because Boozy been acting crazy. But the, the the royal family has been making has been making a lot of headway. More more low key is been Megan. Right? Megan has been a real black woman over in England. <laughs> She's been a real black woman. Now a lot of a lot of media sources have been slandering her. I haven't really talked about her because I really don't care about the I'm not saying I don't care about the Royal Family, but I don't care about the Royal Family. I'm trying to get my you know, my shit together over here, you know what I'm saying, um, but they've been dope, right, we have talked about them in the past and everything, um, but they have not only you know, they've moved, they've traveled and everything, but now they are stepping down as the prince and duchess of Sussex, okay, they are stepping, the duchess of Sussex is stepping, she has, listen, she said, we do not want to be apart part the royal family anymore and prince henry said or was it harry henry harry i don't i don't know whoever her husband is prince harry said listen it's all about you babe i got you now i don't know what type of pussy she has or the love that she has with inside but good lord okay that's a white man that love him, some Megan Markle, like also no, no, for real, no, for and I'm being funny, but I'm being for real, like like <laughs> I'm being funny, but I'm being for real that is how you do it, right? that's how you do it, like you have a family now, you have a wife and you have a son, so you're like, listen, I don't really want to be a part of this anymore not for me and i don't I believe like prince prince, the, the, the prince harry really believed like it, it it wasn't really for him you have to understand when cultures change i tell y'all with every environment there's a culture with every culture there's a hierarchy and of course none none can be more apparent than the, than than literally the royal family in the uk none can be more apparent than that you understand? You understand when everybody was was like all the rave about Kate Middleton, or that's her name, right? Kate, whoever whoever it is over there, I think I, I think I fucked her name up for real. But literally, Kate and her and Henry and shit like that, right? So it's like, yo, whatever prince name, I don't care. <laughs> um, like it's just like, yo, her and her prince, they made like airwaves for like. Maybe it's a good year. Once they got married, and it was over. You have to understand, white people are not that interesting. They're interesting for the moment. But Meghan Markle has been interesting ever since she and and the and Prince Harry have been dating. She has been in the media ever since, right? And now she they drop a bomb and say, "Listen, we are not doing it." We're gonna find. We're gonna get our own house. We're gonna get our own apartment, and we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it great. Now, of course, the queen is not happy about this. The queen is like, "Nah, hold up, now, hold up, now. Now we got, we gotta do some things right. We gotta, we gotta talk about this. We have to. We wait, wait. Like, hold on. However, I do believe that. Um, I do believe that the queen and the royal family are just upset that these two are just doing what. They want to do freely. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I tell you, with every environment, there's a what? Culture. And with every culture, there's a what? Hierarchy. And even with hierarchy, what did I say? Integrity does not really come into play. It doesn't. Having that creativity, being able to do what you want to do, does not come into play. So these two, if they are doing this or not, Really have been changing the game over in the Royal Palace. Probably Kate and her her prince is mad as hell. You understand what I'm saying? I can't I don't I don't know. It's Prince Henry or something like that. But you know, they mad as hell, Queen mad as hell, the king mad as hell, right? Like and Megan and her, you know, Megan and him is just living a life. Saying, Fuck it, we don't give a damn. We're going to we're going to live for love because when you live for just money and just the name, a lot of places, a lot of cultures. And we're going to get into that, too, on why toxic relationships are a trend in the second half of the show. We're going to kind of tie that into. You got to understand, like. American culture and a lot of our worldly culture has been designed to marry off of. Money. Wealth and the name and or the name of somebody, somebody's family. Y'all understand that. But there's a lot of people who marry for love. Who marry for that. And I think in this case, these two married for love. You understand what I'm saying? They married for love. And that's where jealousy, anger, and probably like sadness comes in. From the people like Kate who probably married, she married probably for love, but you don't hear them in the motherfucking like, you know, the tabloids like that. And it's not to sit here and say like, you got to be in ta- the tabloids to, you know, sit here and everybody say you're, you, you're in love with somebody, but the way they, Megan and and them are moving, they're just moving just because they love each other, right? Like they, they it's so apparent. And it's so great to see them doing what people will say is famish or pish-posh or, oh, that's just so untraditional. Well, it's 2020. And to those who continue to say things are very untraditional, we don't live in a traditional time. New traditions are being manifested and altered. And if you can't get with them, Again, there is stage left, there is stage right, there is the door, you can hit it, hit it, hit the dough, get out, because we don't need that negative energy. You understand what I'm saying? So listen, we'll be back in about five, I'm going to take a break get some water, and we'll be back to the PNA Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. We'll be right back. Bye. the things that come along you, make me, you make me. Oh, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to the welcome back to the opinion podcast with your boy Devante, episode one thirteen. We are back in the opinionated topic of the week, second half of the show. We are talking about why toxic relationships are a trend. Now, like I said before, I have this little timeline in my head, right? I have like this little breakdown in my head of how I believe toxic relationships have been a thing. Now, cheating, cheating has been a worldly trend for a long time, right? We can't deny cheating has been a worldly trend whether you whether you like it or not, whether, whether you've done it or not. It's been a worldly trend that both men and women, mostly men, partake into, right? Now, what I will say first of all, this is not a bash to anyone. Right, let me first start off like that when I when I when we speak about toxic relationships and everything like that. If you get offended, check yourself. Obviously, you might be in a toxic relationship, you might be the toxic person in the relationship. So if you are listening to me right now and you have a relationship and your relationship is going toxic, listen. Do some soul searching and maybe you just might be that or the other person might be it, but listen okay, just listen now here's the thing toxic relationships have never been not well known right um I think that like i said american uh world the worldly culture has really um been a cheating culture right um but particularly for American culture it's very it's it's been very it's been very 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 heavily preyed upon right cheating has been one of the quintessential trends of, of American time ever since I know our ancestors got here. Right. Um, and it hasn't left. I think it's, I think it's kind of been magnified and shadowed in, in, or, or sent to the shadows in a, in a, in a, in, in in, in, in some ways, but not really gone like racism. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people try to shadow racism in the back, right? But it's still here, and and nowadays it's at the forefront more than ever. And I think, um, the same can I think the same case and argument can be made for toxic relationships. Um, toxic relationships have been a thing of of communities for of the American community for a long time, and I think it's just how you define what toxic is to you in a relationship. Um, First of all, let's look up the word toxic and get the definition, right? Um, To have something toxic is to, of course, have something what? Poisonous. You understand what I'm saying? Or, um, as as an adjective, it's poisonous. But as a noun, it's a poisonous substance, right? Um, So you can look at it as, you know, a snake is toxic. Or that... Fruit is toxic. You are toxic. You understand what I'm saying? And what we have to understand is we're not calling you a snake. Not calling you that anything. But I am saying that you are poisonous. Because there is something in you or there's something about you that is making me and this relationship not work in ways that it's now becoming too much to handle emotionally and physically once you get to that point i believe everything gets to a toxic level right um and like we said i don't think that a lot of people who listen to me and who don't for real uh under, understand that yo talk, like i said toxic is what you is what you believe it is and if it's not conducive to your mental or emotional health within that relationship or physical, I'm sorry, too, in that relationship, then it's toxic. Um, I can clearly say, I can wholeheartedly say that I've seen a lot of toxic relationships over my um, over my childhood. You understand what I'm saying? I think one, apparently, was um, the one with my mom and her second husband. It was toxic as hell. How? Because this man was verbally abusive. He drunk every day, and I hated him. I hated him to the T. You understand what I'm saying? For somebody to be verbally, I I, I hated abuse. I hated the word, right? I I hated everything about abuse, the word about it. It was a disrespectful word. My mama always told me not to put your hands on nobody. Never disrespect a woman. Never do nothing like that. You understand what I'm saying? Even though women disrespected me all damn day, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, always trying to be the gentleman. It got to a point where I got to, you know, got to a point in my life where, you know what, bitch? I'm tired of your shit. No, for real. You sometimes got to be a little aggressive with these. You know. But, right, getting back to the story. Um, my mom's second husband, and you know we don't name him. Uh, my mama's second husband was a drunk. He was um, verbally abusive. He almost tried it, um, and I almost pulled out a knife on him. That's how you know it gets toxic. When the house and the energy of everyone in the house is not good. And I'm, I'm 12 at this point. Right. I could I could remember my mom and, and him having an argument and we had a, a house on the east side of Detroit uh, near uh, Persian um, or Osborne High School. Or it was a Persian, It was one of those. Um, and he came up and his drink of. And and this is why I think I don't like Hennessy for real, because his drink of choice was Hennessy. Hated Hated it to the T. I, like, I don't hate Hennessy, but that would be the last dark drink, like, last dark one I drink. Because of that, like, because of those few years, like, of those two to three years that they were married, I hated that drink. So I do not really drink Hennessy because of this situation. Like, he came every day, went to the basement. He had Coronas on deck, and he had Hennessy on deck. Every time he had a fifth of Henny and a... Uh, he either had a fifth or uh, a half a gallon or um, uh, and or a case of Coronas every time. And I think I hated beer and alcohol like right like there. Like, I mm, no, especially hard liquor. Like, don't give me no dark liquor. The guys think I drink dark liquor now. Right. But I just don't drink Hennessy. I do not drink because it was just that it made him something else. You know what I'm saying? Like, he would come, and I just remember him, you know, really yelling at my mama. And I came upstairs, and I said, you good, mom? And he yelled and was like, yeah, she good. I said, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> and he was like, I'm, I'm talking, but I'm talking to you. And I was like, the fuck you going to do? About it? Like, we really got into it. And he almost, and my mom said, what you not going to do is talk to my baby like that. You understand what I'm saying? And he was like, who the fuck you talk to? I seen his handball. And I immediately, there's no lie, I immediately went in the, uh, I'm making the noise, went in the drawer, got a got a knife, closed the drawer, and almost stabbed his ass. He was like, what you gonna do with that? I said, you swing, you try. I'm 12, y'all. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm like 11, 12. I'm not playing these games. Like, I'm, I'm an only child. You understand what I'm saying? Right? I'm the only child. This is my mom, and you think you' about to? Do... No, sir, no, sir. And I really know how to fight like that. I, you know, my me and my cousins fought and everything like that. But I'm a maniac. <laughs> like you do something to hurt this woman, the woman that literally spent about ten to twenty hours in in a, in, a, in an emergency room getting cut open for me. No, she had a C-section with me. So the fact that you Decide that you want to boil your fist. I'll cut your hand off right the fuck now. I'll stab you right in your fucking neck, nigga. Do something. Do something. From that point on, we never liked each other. Never liked each other. And we didn't really have a great relationship anyway. But after that, never liked each other. He kept his ass in the basement. He didn't say not a word. You understand what I'm saying? And that kind of their toxicity toward, towards each other. Ran off in the house, which then made all of us kind of toxic, like me and my mama, towards him. Not saying that it wasn't wrong, but the whole house was now in like this energy where it just was like, no. He ended up cheating on my mom. Right? He ended up cheating on my mom. um, A couple months down the line, she found out. And um, it was very devastating because we had to move out of our house. He, He literally... Why we don't say his name is because he literally did some shisey shit. After he cheated on her with, um, with a person that they worked with, they both worked at the same place. So they all three of them did. So the woman that he cheated with them with was like, you know, working at the same place that my mom was working in the same department. You understand what I'm saying? He was a security guard. They worked in the same, uh, same department. And literally, he was cheating with her. My mom found out because she got it like that and she know people that know people that know people. You understand what I'm saying? So she got it like that. She found out she didn't do nothing. And the thing about it is I always see how my mama handled things, right? My mom handled things so well. She handled things so well to the point where I almost wanted to kill him again. Like I said, I I, I was thinking in my head and I couldn't say it for real because I'm like, I'm like 11 right and i'm like i couldn't say it for real but i'm like mom why the fuck are you not like beating his ass like get a gun shoot this nigga i never liked it i never liked the 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 essence of cheating the like nothing like that anybody that cheated i looked at you as a motherfucking boy like i don't care how old you were i didn't i didn't care you were just trifling to me like see i like no cap that's probably why i'm like this na- <laughs> It's probably like I'm like it's not why I want. I, I don't like niggas that cheat for real, because it's just like I it was not it. Because I seen my mom go through it. And I, I'm a single. She's a single parent. She's a single mama trying to find love. You understand what I'm saying, right? And think about every night. That's why I said think about every night listening to Not Gonna Cry. Right, like Mary J Blige was heavy in my heart. My mom was going through it. It was toxic for her. So when the divorce happened and everything, we had to move back in my auntie's house and everything like that. Whoop do, whoop do, whoop. Since so she's been single ever since, right? So that story just to let you know, like toxic things, it comes in different wave forms. It t- it comes in different. It comes in different forms. Right. My toxic may not be your toxic or your experience of toxic may not be that right i've had a lot of re- i've had a couple relationships that have been toxic i've talked about them on my uh my um my podcast with um one of my ex-girlfriends me getting her pregnant and literally it was shit it was a shit show it was a whole shit show you understand what i'm saying your experience of to- like toxic shit it's crazy, and the crazy thing about it is, and I tell people this story all the time, I was the person who was literally trying to keep it. She was the one that wanted to ward it so fucking, like, the situations were very much flipped. I was the woman. She was the nigga. Like, it was, if you think about how niggas it, it get, gets in the mindset of, like, if a girl's here and tell him, yo, I'm pregnant, he said, usually what you hear is, like, that ain't mine, that that's how she was. Like I felt like I was pregnant. <laughs> no, no legit. Like I felt like I was pregnant. And so it's, it's 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 toxic. You you know what I'm saying? You have to understand why why so many things happen in its forms that are toxic and there and there's different forms of it. But I believe that toxic relationships have been stemming from a lot of things that you know are not, uh, not just around our culture, but also shown to us through the screen. I think toxic relationships are a trend because they are a great money. Well, first, they make great for good entertainment TV, right? First of all, you understand what I'm saying? Toxic relationships, when you find them, people are trying to more so go back to what they were, right? A lot of people are like, man, if somebody's cheating or if somebody's getting... Uh, hurt physically mentally emotionally all of that everybody is literally you know what i'm saying trying to fix it and go backwards right as we see on cheaters as we see on like housewives of atlanta as we see on all these reality shows that foreclaim this right we look at love and hip-hop like two of the two of the most Proprietary toxic relationship motherfuckers That literally probably propelled it Into like a, a money making stratosphere Was J, Stevie J and Jocelyn Like they whole, whole relationship For whole, that whole five years Was nothing but the T-O-X-I-C You understand what I'm saying Like it was straight toxic Right? But before them it was people It was shows like cheaters That showed the actual real shit Niggas cheating and shit, doing shit off the sly, really being some shit, being toxic ass niggas. Right? Women cheating, men cheating, everybody. To- like, why are toxic relationships a trend? Because now they are making money. Right? People, there's a for. I keep trying to tell you, there's a formula in everything. I don't believe that a lot of people want to be in. Toxic relationships But I believe That if the bag Is right that we can Act as if we're in a Toxic relationship Especially now in our culture Today Acting is so easy to do Now You can act like You're doing something you can act like ah, Nah, nah. You know what I'm saying Keep that shit to yourself. If here's the thing. If you know some shit is toxic in your relationship, and I don't even think, I don't really believe it's toxic relationships real. I really sometimes believe that people who want a bag so bad create these toxic ass environments. Or the people, the producers from VH1 and Love and Hip Hop, or the, the, the Housewives of Orlando, or some of these reality shows out here, you know, of, of Putin County and shit like that, or Orange County, whatever, create these environments for toxic shit. Because what has been happening? TV, radio, all of that shit has come, and then we see in TV, reality TV at that, toxic relationships really build build something up to get a bag with ratings. A show needs ratings to survive. And with those ratings, it needs a a substance, something big to make it pop. What is that? For some people, it is toxic relationship. For some, even for social medias nowadays. We just talked about Princess and um, Ray J. They're always toxic. And then what happens? They go straight back to being cool. Come on now. That's the epitome of it. Those are some of the pioneers of the proprietors of it right there, too. Jocelyn and Stevie is another one. When you realize that being toxic, fake toxic is really toxic to you. Like April Jones just fucking understood her and Fizz. Cause now they're quote unquote broken up and shit, and that's just that's the shit. They not even I don't even think they're toxic, but just the, and this and their whole situation is toxic. So I be, I don't believe their relationship is toxic. I just believe the relationship, the situation they put themselves in is toxic. Period. So I don't believe that it's so much of a trend. I just believe it's so much of making a bag. Toxic relationships equals making some bag money. It equals making that bag money. Honestly, over this past decade, we've seen a lot more people fake it with toxic relationships and make that bag money to get a name for themselves. So, yes, do I believe that we have relationships that we need to work on? Absolutely. But you do that shit behind closed doors. Keep that toxic negativity and all your problems behind closed doors i don't care how much you've shown us all your toxic shit keep that shit behind closed doors bro it's a lot of us that's trying to preach positivity in relationships no cheating ass niggas, no cheating ass bitches and y'all still doing the same shit that's why i have no sympathy nor empathy for cheaters you understand what i'm saying yeah you can grow yeah, you can sit here and, and you know what I'm saying. Not cheating no more. But are you not cheating no more? I hope you aren't. You understand what I'm saying? I hope you understand the depth of how you hurt somebody. Right? Of how you hurting your damn self. Because you're not looked at as a man. You are a fucking boy and, a, or, and or a little girl. That needs some love and attention. That's you're not getting. Sorry, not sorry. Get your shit together. If you know better, you do better. And stop trying to always go fucking backwards. Oh, man, I just want to get to where we were. No. Get to where you need to be. Go fucking forward. A lot of you are not taking accountability, saying that you're sorry, saying that you are you did this. Yes, I fucked up and meaning it. A lot of us men sit here and say, yeah, we fucked up, man. I'm so sorry and shit. But we don't fucking mean that shit. Ladies, gentlemen, stop letting the words be your fucking actions. And start letting motherfuckers sit here and show you their fucking actions. Stop taking a nigga word for it nowadays. Start letting niggas show you what it is. Period. Let niggas show you what it is. Stop letting niggas think it's all gravy. Actions speak louder than your fucking words. You can tell me all day that you love me, but if it ain't in your actions, take that shit to the left and miss me with that. Miss me with it. If you know better, you do better. That's going to be the title of the the podcast. You understand? If you know better... You do better, right? All right, so listen, we're going to get out of here because I'm banging on my damn receiver. I know this nigga's in my chair. (laughs) My neighbor's like, what the fuck he talking to this nigga is going crazy? (laughs) But um, we're going to get out of here. Like I said, make sure that you're following us on all platforms. Um, I keep saying all platforms, but follow us um, on any platform that you um, listen to podcasts from. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher cast box overcast we're on all uh major platforms as well you can check us out on um, my website at www.tyranzahicks.com that is www.tyranzahicks.com forward slash the opinionated brother if you would like to donate as well again to the opinionated brother and the uh, podcast as well um you can go to the donate tab on my website if you would like to sponsor um if you're looking to inquire about sponsoring ads you can go um You can go to the sponsorship tab. We will get back to you in about two business days. And if you would like to host, right, if you would like to come on and guest host, please email me. Go to our contact us and let's network. You understand what I'm saying? I'm always here to do some good business. Great. Bring some uh, great people on the podcast to talk some great shit. You understand what I'm saying? So listen, have a great day. Continue to move forward. People, life is like a bicycle. All right. And in order to keep your balance, you got to keep moving forward. You can't move forward on a bike. Now you can't do that on a, a motorcycle, right? But it's hard. Cause you gotta use your leg muscles. So, continue moving forward. All right. Even, even making little effort. Continue. We'll have you moving forward. All right. I love y'all. Peace, and I will see y'all on Thursday.